0: Welcome back to another episode of Monster Manual Mash. We are carrying on into the bees. Today, it is the basilisk. The basilisk. The basilisk.
1: Yeah. The the Medusa Lizard.
0: <laughs> the Medusa Lizard. Yeah. One of the many uh, redundantly powered things running around the Monster Manual. It's actually even kind of redundant in real life. When I was looking stuff up for it, it is actually kind of swapped... Uh, arbitrarily with a cockatrice oh a cockatrice. yeah that's true it even like especially when you go into bestiaries and the way they like to depict things as being like straight up half uh bird half lizard uh tails of a lion face of a lion body of a mermaid you know whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're kind of the same thing they're both like bird lizards so D D has decided to Make the call and turn the basilisk into uh, for sure a lizard <laughs>
1: with the head of a lizard and yeah. the body of a lizard.
0: <laughs> the body of a lizard, the head of a lizard, and the body of like two lizards. Yeah, yeah. Because it's got uh, four legs, and that's a reference to some uh, beast Jerry depictions you can see. Legs. Four pairs of yeah. legs, right? Yeah. So <laughs> four legs wouldn't be that crazy. <laughs> I am not a biologist, uh, but there's depictions of it which i'll put up on the instagram uh, and descriptions of it too where it is said to be uh carried it carries itself at the middle and not on either end not like Mm. a snake or like uh i guess many other creatures i don't know many creatures that actually get around like the front is kind of lifted and the back is kind of lifted and just like the abdomen crawls along on the ground yeah so that's the basilisk that's kind of its trademark move which is understated here, but still in the picture. What that its its are its arms come out to the side. Yeah, that its front is lifted off, and right. also its back is lifted off. So it's got that curly tail. Oh yeah, and it's just its like stomach with its right. many legs that like are close to the ground. Everything yeah. else is kind of lifted off. Yeah. Uh, but what is it? First of all, it's a it's a first. There's a warning. The first thing you read about is a warning in the first paragraph. If you see statues with missing limbs. Is that what it is? It's kind of yeah. the book. <laughs> <Yeah>. Travelers <laughs> right sometimes
1: book. find objects that look like pieces of remarkably lifelike stone carvings. So, like, remarkably lifelike stone carvings, bits and pieces of them, like broken statues that are, like, perfectly realistic-looking, mm-hmm. randomly in a cave somewhere.
0: Uh, which always means bad news. Anytime you include a statue in a game, the players are going to uh, either avoid or attempt to destroy the statue first thing usually yeah. statues are distrusted and hated
1: yeah yeah especially it's, it's it mentions uh, this happens with wildlife too so you know there's like hell wow there's a whole lot of statues of um pheasants in this in this cave here yeah. like perfectly done spe- statues of pheasants that are bitten apart i would i would i wouldn't trust that
0: yeah that's a good um physical warning sign a good kind of like description you can add to the locations as people get closer to the basilisk and then you're dealing with maybe not what would separate this thing the basilisk here from something like a uh, medusa a medusa or the medusa or medusa is medusa would have like whole statues mm-hmm. whereas the basilisk there are pieces so you to like kind of throw off the this the trail of it maybe you would just have people encounter bits and pieces of broken statues because then it's not necessarily a a monster turning things into statues that you think automatically. You kind of maybe get to like piece it together later if you only get the broken stuff first and then figure out that that it's because of an eating uh, behavior. Uh, You can put bite marks in the statues. Yeah. 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 Uh, They are adaptable predators. It says that they're from arid and temperate or tropical places. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know how many other monsters have like a climate description. I know that used to be a big thing in the older ones, the older editions, but it's, it's almost useless to have a recommendation because then it just, you're just limiting where you can put it. Yeah. Instead of suggesting what I like is sort of trying to suggest ways that you could put it wherever, Mm -hmm. especially because the next line, it says that it's most often encountered underground. So who cares?
1: Yeah. It could be underground anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess like there's, there's, I don't know, there's like the 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 bully wugs, the 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 frog goblins, the frog people, frog, froglands, froglands. <laughs> yeah, and so they're like they live in swamps, but not necessarily, you know. So you could, I don't know, I feel like you can ignore that. You can have basilisks
0: wherever you want them, right? Sure, I don't see yeah, why not. I don't it's just yeah, yeah. It, it's, I don't like things that tell you it has to be this way and then doesn't really explain why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Certainly, like a climate for a particular monster. Does, don't don't worry about it. Carry on. Uh, they can be trained. It says explicitly that they uh, are prized and can be trained. If you get the the eggs, if you raise them from younglings, okay. So if you wanted a hook, a reason to go into a basilisk uh, nest or whatever, get the eggs, train the thing, have dog fights, whatever. Uh, that's a thing you can do, or you can do it. Uh, I'm sure you could entice players into wanting to raise a basilisk for mm. themselves
1: yeah it's for a lot of players that wouldn't take a whole lot of convincing no yeah no
0: just it's a sweet basilisk yeah. that could also you know
1: you could be some 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 lord somewhere is like hey i want a basilisk get me a basilisk yeah I'll, and I'll, like all, all kinds bitter. of like
0: uh wizards are after them maybe like their rival wizard just got a pet basilisk yeah. and now he wants one yeah. maybe there could be like uh tamagotchi yeah where like everyone's getting them and you're like there's a big like basilisk rush.
1: <gasps> Maybe there's an artist. You just gasped. Yeah, no, I gasped. I'm so excited. Yeah, that's great. There's an artist, a sculptor, a famous sculptor, but his dark secret is he has a basilisk and he's, he's, he's just petrifying people using oh. like, their actual <laughs> bodies as, as his art.
0: <laughs> that's, that's such a good, uh, like horror episode. Yeah. Special Halloween episode. Yeah. Oh, look, that sounds like a goosebumps plot. Or <laughs> 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 um, it also says that they, so it talks about their, their gaze of stone and then it describes how their insides, they're like the basilisk juice can be used to revive their victims as long as they're not, uh, it, I think it says like, as long as their head isn't eaten. Okay. So you can like. So it's like basilisk anti-venom. Yeah. You got to yeah. kill the basilisk and then okay. get its juice. Yeah. And then rub it on a statue and then the statue <laughs> comes back to life. There's yeah. a good way of dealing with people that get turned to stone while trying to fight it so that you you don't have a party a, a whole death a TPK is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Um you can have an out as long as the thing doesn't eat them. Uh which is cool. I like um I like the big risk of uh your whole party may be dying because of a thing and then letting it happen. And I guess if you want the kid gloves on, then they can turn the gullet juice into uh, a cure. Yeah. It's great. That's fine. Yeah, that's great.
1: And also that answers some questions in my brain too, about how basilisks work. Like, mm-hmm. uh, regardless of their ability to t- like turn you to stone, like that's fine. There's a world where magic happens. It can be magic animals, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, like them digesting the stone that kind of stuck in my head for a bit. It was like, well, how do they, how is that working? But if they have like the basilisk juice inside of them, yeah. then like they eat the stone and then they turn the stone back into flesh when they're eating it mm-hmm. and then they can digest it like normal. And that's just, that's like their, that's their venom is petrifying things. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's how if you, if that if that's if that was the thing that was uh, um uh getting in the way of your suspension of disbelief I was like, "Well, how come they eat rocks?" <laughs> that doesn't make sense because they turn about the rocks it. back into meat after they eat it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They've thought about it. It's kind of cool because it's like a weird uh evolutionary niche or like the, that's their that's their predatory niche. That's the thing that they do that is special that has allowed them to survive because if you can eat, if you can change things into rocks and then eat the rocks and derive nourishment by that, no one else is probably in that business, so you're probably going to thrive.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there, the basilisk juice doesn't work on things that weren't petrified by the basilisk, though. Right? Yeah, that would be yeah. insane. You can't just turn every old <laughs> rock into. Uh,
0: but that is probably a better idea. That sounds yeah. good. That's what we should do. Yeah, totally. It changes whatever is rock into a yeah. lifelike version of whatever it is depicting. Yeah.
1: Or, or yeah. Or if it was just a regular rock, it would just turn into some, like, weird, horrible tumor thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so how does it, add, what, where's the cutoff? Like, how does it, what if there's, like, a semi-formed uh, piece of stone that someone is trying to carve? Hmm. Or what if it's just a rock that kind of looks like something, like, kind of looks like a face naturally?
1: Yeah, no, I think it has to have been something that was petrified. I think it petrifies it into a special kind of rock that mm-hmm. has some kind of like memory in its in its form of yeah. what it used to be.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that's, yeah. I mean, that's certainly the easiest way. I got really excited about the idea of uh, using it to make just rocks turn to life no matter what they are. Yeah. And I was trying to, like, what's the rule? I don't know. Hmm.
1: Yeah, like, or, yeah, because if, if uh, well, that could be, Interesting, right? Because if there's like a rock that just kind of looks like a face, right? Yeah, where do you side? Does yeah. it just become a weird like? Mm-hmm. And what kind of expression or? is the face wearing? Right? Like, yeah. Does it does it does it take on the the kind of like persona? Yeah. Of the way it's depicted. Yeah, I don't know.
0: That's a big question. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll sit on that. Yeah, we'll think about that, and then let's read the stat block. Yeah. Well, so they're medium creatures, medium right? monstrosities. Yeah.
1: Um, like, uh, uh, they got pretty good armor, not great armor. You can hit them, you know, mm-hmm. there's just big scaly lizards. Kind of slow. Yeah, kind of slow, kind of slow, not super dexterous, pretty strong, but not that much stronger than like a pretty strong human would be. Right. You know, like a really buff person could wrestle a basilisk. They're
0: kind of lethargic, I imagine. Yeah, them. kind of like slow
1: <laughs> lizardy kind of things. They're not that smart, which is why you can trick them. To look at their reflection, because don't don't they get they get they they want to They see a rival if they see their reflection.
0: Oh, is that, is that, is the, that the psychology? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I so can't the, remember.
1: Oh, sorry about that noise. Um, petrifying gaze. Blah 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 blah. Um, about ba- if the basil sees its reflection within thirty feet in a bright light, it mistakes itself for a rival and targets itself
0: with its gaze. That's awesome. It's like yeah. a hamster.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that it's exactly like a hamster. Yeah, <laughs> I meant that. Um, so that's, that kind of, that's, that's a really easy, like just bring a mirror to fight the thing, but you need a really big mirror. It mm-hmm. needs to be bright light and you have to set up the whole situation so that it, it thinks it's just coming across a rival to petrify.
0: Yeah. So it requires, uh, knowledge ahead of time, which I really enjoy as being part of the game is like trying to, uh, get rumors from town or seek out sages or rangers or people that know things about uh the the creatures yeah what i don't like i have a really hard time avoiding it in the moment but uh players will just try to do knowledge checks in the moment so like they've never encountered a basilisk before and then we encounter the basilisk and then one of them's like what do i know about the basilisk it rolls a 20 gets a 20 and then i'm like ah, right. well yeah. they will target themselves if you point a mirror at them and then they just know that and then they do it and it's like you didn't like discover this or like there was no like build up to it it just kind of (laughs) happened yeah so i like to i like to try to build it into the adventure beforehand somehow
1: and it's it's i think it's really interesting when like a fight can either be a straight fight or a puzzle you can solve Mm -hmm. you know when there's two different ways to to solve something it's like um, you could, you could solve it with combat and we could just like, okay, we'll just like fight it. We'll try to kill it really fast and we'll take its, uh, 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 uh basilisk juice bladder out and like de-petrify whoever, whoever got petrified when we're done killing it. Or we, uh, we can like set up this whole scheme with this mirror, you know, and there'll be clues that would have like pointed you towards that on the way there that aren't like super obvious. I don't know. There's, there's a whole way you can set that
0: up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could have it like a a failed adventuring party, all killed, but they had a mirror on them, but they never got the chance to use the mirror or something, but then they have this big mirror. Yeah. And you don't know why, so maybe you want to bring it with you, you can figure it out. Probably the first time someone gets turned to stone, you're like, Okay, get a mirror. Yeah. Because it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty rote trick. It's uh kinda like even the last week's episode, the Banshee, there's a thing about mirrors. Yeah, they don't I'm, like mirrors. They don't like mirrors. I'm <laughs> sure the, the medusa uh has a thing about mirrors probably yeah. i think it just is like a standard adventuring party thing to just carry a mirror if you are alive in a time and place where mythical creatures are around all the time just bring a mirror make them look at themselves yeah. it's like half your job done for you
1: yeah well and if you're a wizard you probably want a mirror for scrying purposes anyways right mm-hmm. so there's 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 reason to have a mirror yeah right but there's yeah a lot of things a lot of things achilles heel is is, is a mirror is their own reflection yeah. yeah yeah what if you could you could you could you could um ha, be on their way to go thwart the basilisk with your mirror to get rid of the basilisk and then you bump into a banshee on the way there who's mad at you for having
0: a mirror gets really upset yeah you could put you these have a whole together. mirror adventure just
1: yeah a mirror themed adventure
0: you could also uh because this is probably a known thing if you wanted to be a dick Or wanted to complicate the matter you could have the mirror actually um multiply the basilisk maybe whenever the basilisk sees a mirror it thinks it's a rival because it is like another if a mirror casts the reflection of a basilisk that other basilisk is also real and like steps out of the mirror or something oh yeah and then now you're dealing with two right that's part of basilisk magic (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) That way you can, like, stick it to players that think you uh, that they know the score mm-hmm. without having to do the work. Suck it, you will say to them. <laughs> uh, let's look at the actual petrifying gaze thing and see how it actually works. Um, so it forces the save, and the rules are clear because it helps prevent nitpicky wording to prevent players making rolls. So, like, what will happen is... People will figure out that it's a gaze attack thing, or it's a it, it's a don't look at it, right? Yeah. So they'll go towards it and they'll say things to to me like, okay, so I know generally where it is. Can I like keep my head down and just like go at it? Yeah. Um, and they want to talk their way to get as close to tactical, uh, like uh, as as most efficient and tactical as possible while not looking at it. And if they can get away by like mincing words with me about how they do it in particular, they will try to like avoid ever having to make that roll. And I think in the actual wording of it, it's like uh, it, it covers that base somehow, you know? Yeah. So what does it say here? What does it say? Um, if you're
1: not surprised, you can avert your eyes um, and avoid the saving throw um, at the start of its turn. Uh, so if it surprises you, you're, you're screwed, right. right? But if you're not surprised, you can avert your eyes. Um, but if you do so, you can't see the basilisk uh, do, 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 you don't do, know do, its location do, do, do. right yeah, you don't know its location and that's
0: I think that that language is important yeah. because that way it lets a, a player who wants to be kind of smart about it say I'm not gonna look at it and then you're like okay but you don't know where it is yeah and yeah. there's no mincing of like but I kind of know where it is right because I like I can kind of see its shadow cast by the light or I can hear it but this is this is a good way of being like a tactical decision. You either avert your eyes so you don't get the gaze attack. Yeah. um, But, and then you take the hit where you don't know where it is. So you're, you're hampered or you can take the hit, let it gaze at you and hope you survive the roll so that you can move in on it and do your thing and attack it or whatever. Yeah. I wouldn't, it doesn't
1: explicitly say that you have like disadvantage, you know, when you're, when you're, when you're averting your eyes, but like you would. I'd, I'd rule that oh would. more yeah, than definitely like, would. like yeah.
0: disadvantage at best I would imagine yeah. um, uh, you would either have to like make a guess as to where it is my my the way I envision this is because the petrifying gaze it only works within 30 feet yeah so what you would do if you were able to kind of gauge the range of its sight, of its gaze attack you could have one player going in close averting his eyes relying right. on his friends who are staying back, yeah. like yelling at him, yeah. like where to go. <laughs> yeah. um, which is actually, there's a real life account um, of a basilisk being dealt with in that way, which maybe I'll read right now. Okay. Uh, I have a whole thing on like real world basilisk encounters, quote unquote. Uh, it's a good, it's a good story. It's called the Warsaw Basilisk. Okay. So this apparently happened in Poland. Okay. Um, I forget where, sometime in, I think like the 13th century Mm-hmm. so this is the warsaw basilisk the five-year-old daughter of a knifesmith named macaereopaeus yeah had disappeared yeah you know you know this story? no I'm, I'm just listening yeah. oh okay yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, holy shit you've heard of <laughs> this <laughs> who hasn't yeah show me your macaereopaeus tattoo uh five-year-old daughter of a knife smith named macaereopaeus had disappeared in a mysterious way together with another little girl the wife of macaeropaeus went looking for them along with the nursemaid when the nursemaid looked into the underground cellar of a house that had fallen into ruins thirty years earlier she observed the children lying motionless down there without responding to the shouting of the two women when the maid was too hoarse to shout any more, she courageously went down the stairs to find out what had happened to the children before the eyes of her mistress she sank to the floor beside them and did not move. The wife of Maciropaeus wisely did not follow her into the cellar, but ran back to spread the word about this strange and mysterious business. The rumor spread like wildfire throughout Warsaw. Many people thought the air felt unusually thick to breathe, and suspected that a basilisk was hiding in the cellar. We'll get into the medieval uh, accounts of uh, Mm basilisks after this. Mm -hmm. But that was something, they they have an air, uh, like a a sickly air around them. Okay. Uh, Many people thought the air unusually thick, hiding in the cellar. Confronted with this deadly threat to the city of Warsaw, the Senate was called in to an emergency meeting. An old man named Benedictus, a former chief physician to the king, was consulted, since he was known, to possess much knowledge about various arcane subjects. The bodies were pulled out of the cellar with long poles that had iron hooks at the end, and Benedictus examined them closely. They presented a horrid appearance, being swollen like drums and with much discolored skin. The eyes protruded from the sockets like the halves of hen's eggs. Benedictus, who had seen many things during his fifty years as a physician, and once pronounced the state of the corpses an infallible sign that they had been poisoned by a basilisk. When asked by the desperate senators how such a formidable beast could be destroyed, the knowledgeable old physician recommended that a man descend into the cellar to seize the basilisk with a rake and bring it out into the light. To protect his own life, this man had to wear a dress of leather furnished with a covering of mirrors facing in all directions. Benedictus did not, however, volunteer to try this plan himself. He did not feel quite prepared to do so, he said, owing to age and infirmity. The Senate called on the burghers, the military and police, but found no man of sufficient courage to seek out and destroy the basilisk within its lair. A Silesian convict named Johann Fauer. Who had been sentenced to death for robbery Was at length persuaded to make the attempt On the condition that he be given a complete pardon If he survived his encounter with the loathsome beast Fower was dressed in creaking black leather Covered with a mass of tinkling mirrors And his eyes were protected with large eyeglasses Armed with a sturdy rake in his right hand And a blazing torch in his left He must have presented a singular aspect When venturing forth into the cellar He was cheered on by at least 2,000 people Who had gathered to see the basilisk (laughs) being beaten to death. After searching the cellar for more than an hour, the brave Johann Fauer finally saw the basilisk lurching in a niche of the wall. Old Doctor Benedictus shouted instructions to him. He was to seize it with his rake and carry it out into the broad daylight. So imagine like two thousand people hanging around outside and this old man like shouting down, like Did you have you found it yet? (laughs) Like, yeah Get it with a rake Get it here, use the rake and the hose Uh, Suttered instructions, seized rake Fowler accomplished this and the populace ran away like rabbits When he appeared in a strange outfit Gripping the neck of the writhing basilisk with a rake Benedictus was the only one who dared examine the strange animal further Since he believed that the sun's rays rendered its poison less effective mm-hmm. He declared it really was a basilisk It had the head of a cock, the eyes of a toad, a crest like a crown A warty and scaly skin covered all over with the hue of venomous animals and a curved tail bent over behind its body, just like in the Monster Manual. Yeah. Uh, the strange and inexplicable tale of the Basilisk of Warsaw ends here. No, no one, none of the writers chronicling the strange occurrence detail the ultimate fate of the deformed animal caught in the cellar. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that's great. I
1: love the armor of mirrors. Isn't that, that's so d d that's, that's, that's so, so like,
0: that's such a level zero prisoner move. Yeah. Just, like, go get a thing. It's killed everyone else. You are going to rot in prison unless you, like, trap this thing with a rake in a, like, ridiculous mirror suit of armor while an old man yells at you.
1: Yeah, that's also, like, okay, I'm on death row, or, like, I'm going to be in, like, an Obliette forever, like, rotting in a a dungeon. Um, I'll go fight a monster. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. No problem. I'll deal with it. (laughs) <laughs> that they, they made the armor like the leather mirrored armor
0: yeah somebody had to make that yeah that's such a 2, good 2000
1: people 2000 people yeah <laughs> the whole, yeah, the whole, like the
0: whole of, everybody everybody check this out um i like that they it
1: stops at like they found it and it was it was it looked gross and they're like okay well b- bury it i guess we'll just throw it in a ditch or something
0: like who knows what yeah. happened to it right yeah, that that could be a whole adventure seed. You could have that story exist in your world, or have it happen, and then no one knows what actually happened to the yeah. basilisk, and maybe now it like lives. Maybe Benedict like took it home with him, yeah, or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I
1: like that the um, twist that it doesn't turn you to stone necessarily. It, it does other weird stuff to you.
0: Oh yeah, there's lots of weird things it can yeah. do. Um outside of this, I don't know why D and D settled on the turn to stone thing. Because uh, there are a lot of monsters that kind of have overlapping things. Yeah. The the, the killing stare mm-hmm. is something. Uh, turning to stone is a thing. Um, putrid air that kills you by being near it is another yeah. thing. So D- I guess D&D had to like divvy out the powers. And I guess the, the basilisk just became a slow lizard that got to turn you to stone. But the history of it, the myth of it is uh, more variation there's actually uh there's something in the or the a d and d monster manual with the basilisk it's uh it's pretty similar even the image is pretty similar. it looks a little sleeker. this one's like chunkier with a broader head the the a d and d one looks more like a like a common lizard yeah um it's seven feet long so it's about the same size hmm. uh but it mentions everything is similar except that the a d and d basilisk can see in both the astral and ethereal plane
1: oh nice. It's and, got weird magic eyes. Yeah, so it can yeah. see into
0: three planes at the same time. And if it if you are targeted by its gaze attack in the astral plane, it'll just straight up kill you. And if it targets you in the ethereal plane, it turns you into ethereal stone, which only people on the ethereal plane can see right. or people that can see ethereal things on the material plane. So it's like ghost statues yeah. that people don't even see that could be all around. So that's like a weird, uh, creepy variation that uh, I don't know how to like tie it all thematically, but it's <laughs> it's uh, interesting. Um, like weird things that I don't know would if they would ever come up unless Gary Gygax or whoever else tried to put a basilisk in a game and then the players like killed it from the ethereal plane. Mm-hmm. So he's like, screw you. The basilisk is now going to be able to see into the ethereal plane as well. <laughs> so I don't know what that's about. Um, the basilisk is reputed to be a king of serpents. Basilisk is derived from uh, something in Greek, basiliskos, I think, and kind of means little king. Huh. So it's like basilica, yeah. the same kind of... Oh, okay. Uh, same sort of root. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty terrible with uh, etymology, but what I read is that that is true. So it's a little king and said to have the power to cause death with a single glance. Uh, it's a small snake being not more than 12 fingers in length. So it's actually very small usually. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is why in the, the Warsaw Basilisk story, it's like in a little niche. That's why he like searched a cellar for an hour and couldn't find it because it's actually really tiny. You, you got to use a rake. Yeah. <laughs> that's your, yeah that's just, so that makes need. more sense, right? Instead of this.
1: The old man who knew a lot, who just knew everything about mythical creatures and horrible monsters.
0: Yeah. So he could just get a rake. Just get a yeah. get, Use the metal rake though. <laughs> Um, it's so venomous that it leaves a wide trail of deadly venom in its wake and its gaze is likewise lethal. Its weakness is the odor of the weasel, <laughs> the odor of the weasel. So this was, um, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff here is from the naturalis historia by Pliny the Elder. Yeah. Who did a, uh, widely used encyclopedia in his, in his time. Um, um, where he he's another guy who like made a big encyclopedia drawing knowledge from all over the world and crediting the original authors with what he learned, and then also inserted a whole bunch of like made up bestiary uh nonsense, yeah, and like really well documented and as if like he saw it himself, uh, <laughs> kind of stuff. So, all this information is from him, uh, Pliny the Elder, uh, according to him. You'd you'd find where the basilisk is living. It's recognizable. Bec- it's recognizable because the surrounding area are complete- is completely scorched by its presence. Okay, because it's so venomous, it just kills everything around it. And then you shove a weasel in there, <laughs> 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 and uh, and that'll do the trick. But it's often noted when it gives this like, here's how you counter the basilisk: that the weasel will also die of its wounds because the weasel is like not as. Uh, magical yeah whereas the basilisk has all this powers but it'll die th- just by being near the weasel because it hates the smell of the weasel <laughs> i mean like i'm not putting my money on the weasel in that.
1: <laughs> but i guess the weasel's got the edge on it totally yeah um <laughs> and specifically specifically the order odor, odor of the weasel yeah yeah are weasels are they do they do the skunk thing like the oh, are they yeah, yeah? Okay. do they do the skunk thing what yeah do you can mean they
0: spray like in self-defense I don't think they spray in self-defense. Okay. I know that they are very musky. Yeah. Okay. Their scent glands are pretty formidable, and yeah. I think they mark territory. I don't think they do it uh, defensively. I think okay. that's the yeah. skunk's But there is, like,
1: yeah, the we- weasels do, like, outs- outside of this. They got a crazy yeah. musk, Okay,
0: yeah. And I think the, uh, the whole weasel versus basilisk thing is an extension of the idea of the mongoose fighting cobra. Oh, yeah. The mongoose is always, like, heralded as the killer of snakes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same family as the weasel. Uh, it's also sort of to do with people's understanding of the natural world at the time. Um, it was thought that the that nature had in it not quite an intelligent design, design on the outside. That was not the idea at the exactly, but it was that it is. Um, it, everything makes sense and has a symmetry to it. Yeah. So if nature creates a basilisk that can kill things mm-hmm. and is so horrible, nature also provides a counter to it. So everything is balanced somehow. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> that idea goes back to a lot of Greek philosophers and then that was adopted into Christian theology and, and stuff like that. So there's, there's like, if you look at like a pre-Socratic Greek philosophers or even like post Socratic ones, like, like Aristotle, they talk about how, um, like they're talking about ontology and things and like everything in nature kind of follows a rule. Like, even if it's not conscious sort of as, as if it is like rocks go down because that's the job is to fall down. Like mm. things it's, it's the, that's like part of their essence. It's not like an outside force acting on them. It's something that just all rocks do is they go down. They always go down and, and, and like things flow downhill and, um uh like plants go up and and things like that and, and and uh um uh insects they didn't realize people didn't realize that like insects laid eggs for a long time and just thought they spontaneously oh, came yeah, out yeah. of the of the of the ground and it was even um in a lot of people in medieval europe um believed that um just having clutter and like filth around um of a certain type um, and he was usually not the type that actually attracted rats. Didn't attract rats because n- nobody. You very infrequently saw rats being born. That was the right, common yeah, sight. Yeah. Rats spontaneously arose as a result of other things that you did because you weren't taking care of the space around you properly. And and, and as a result of that, God was mad at you. <laughs> and, and so <laughs> for a very good reason, were, were coming up for and, a very good reason. Yeah, but the, the 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 modern understanding of nature is like vastly different than what. Um, like earlier peoples had yeah um, and, and so like there's a lot of uh uh personification of just like everything around you like things have the um uh like the uh, planets follow us like musical harmony. And when, if you look at the sky, and, and and according to the ancient Greeks, and so everything had to be like ratioed and proportioned and symmetrical and in harmony, and everything kind of followed these mathematical rules, and um, everything was balanced, and and uh, happened, everything happened for a reason because everything had a specific purpose, mm-hmm. like a job that you know God or the gods put it there to do. And then if that was thwarted, then that energy would come back and. Is something else right so that's it's it's i don't know it's it's i can see why this would be common sense in a certain
0: exactly way, yeah yeah with that in mind, mind yeah. and this whole this whole uh weasel versus basilisk thing is a great example of all of those ideas because the basilisk is often used as an example of something super evil yeah yeah but, but also commonplace like mm-hmm. you could run into it because the the well, i'll read it somewhere else down the line but it's like The basilisk uh, is born, alleged to be hatched by a cockerel, so just a a cock, from the egg of a serpent or toad. So a a serpent or toad lays an egg, and it's it's uh, nursed, it's sat upon by a a rooster, and that's how you get a basilisk. Yeah, which means like anyone with a chicken. If you own chickens, you are a potential basilisk factory. Yeah,
1: you could make all kinds of basilisks. Yeah, which
0: means that you. Like to me, that means that Basilisk is like uh, a, a monster that shows up in like a farm, yeah. any farm all over the place. Yeah. So it's like an evil that could happen to you yeah. and it could happen to anyone. So it's like everyone... It's a common prank in some <laughs> small farming villages to capture some serpent and or toad eggs and yeah. put them underneath some chickens. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so why that's important, I think... And related to the the natural order of things is that it's an example of something that is so evil and deadly and scary. So everyone's afraid of it because it's so possible to happen to you. Mm-hmm. But thank God that nature provides the out with the weasel. Yeah. Um, because in uh, in I don't th- in in like the Greek understanding of things, ancient Greeks' understanding of things, uh, there was no like Satan type necessarily. There's no great enemy, mm-hmm. but there are lots of little enemies, yeah. including the basilisk. So this was like uh, an extreme example of their natural balance yeah. ideas at work, yeah. I think, which is why it like stuck around for so long. Like yeah. the, the basilisk is all over the place in uh, ancient mythology and uh, a lot of alchemy. I think also because alchemy has a lot to deal with uh, those same ideas.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, cause alchemy, it's... Yeah, totally. Uh, al- alchemy is drawing from all of that same stuff. It's it's really like alchemy is funny because it's it's happening upon chemistry, but like your mental model of it is totally inaccurate. But you you can produce like some results like mm-hmm. with their method- methodologies, but it's just like the understanding of it is 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 way way off. Yeah, you know. And f- you can turn lead into gold. Just, yeah, yeah. it just, takes, in, a, a... It just <laughs> takes forever. You can't do it in like <laughs> noticeable amounts. Yeah, but like you just like there's weird particle spinners that can do it
0: you can make gold with basilisk particle spinners particle spinners yeah you can get them from uh the cell phone shop yeah (laughs) (laughs) um you can make uh spanish gold with powdered basilisk blood and a couple other things including some vinegar mm. i have the recipe oh great here somewhere yeah uh
1: wouldn't it be great if in the monster manual, they included the weasel thing? Yes. Yeah, that would be fantastic. I think, I, I like that. I, that's, it's, an, it's amazing. Yeah. It's you an, <laughs> definitely use that.
0: You should include that as either a rumor that turns out to be false or true. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it works either way. Because you could have a crazy old man mm-hmm. telling you um uh that uh, was like i know about basilisks and they don't like the stink of a weasel go yeah. out here and yeah in fact i got a couple of weasels for you are real cheap you know yeah. and then uh you could like whatever
0: yeah if you want older. to teach them a harsh lesson and like yeah. the in, in folksy wisdom the veracity of folksy wisdom uh that's the way to do it yeah exactly or you Should know listen to the old man yeah I like the idea of adventurers um, carrying around like you have your standard tools. We talked about using like bringing a mirror. If yeah. you're advent- an adventurer worth your salt, you should also just maybe carry, have someone trucking a little cage with weasels. Yeah, in live it weasel. at all times. And it can't just be like
1: isolated, you know, like weasel musk. No, like it's got to come from a living, weasel. from a living yeah.
0: weasel. Uh, so you should have a little like weasel terrarium yeah. on someone's back. somebody has got a backpack with <laughs> like a little,
1: <laughs> like a little cage. Yeah, I would imagine it, and then have like a little ferret hammock. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. you could really play it up. Yeah, you can't get to attach the weasels though, because that's for that's for because they basilisks. die. It, every yeah. time
0: it says that you use it, it's like because it's important that it yeah. dies because of the natural balance. Yeah, it has to. Both of the, them have to have their energy destroyed. Yeah, you just don't don't let yourself name it yeah yeah don't do that um i'm gonna read one of the earliest accounts uh from natural history Pliny of the elders thing that we talked about before um it is produced in the province of Cyrene, being not more than 12 fingers in length i already read that it has a white spot on the head strongly resembling a sort of diadem so it has a crown and even some of the pictures it has a like an actual crown yeah, on its head yeah which this, this would sorely by, lacking um, uh, i've seen that one yeah yeah We'll put it on the Instagram. Ulyssy
1: uh, Androvandi. uh
0: so a weird chicken lizard that has a crown on its head. Always, always yeah. do that. Always, inex- an always inexplicable. Like metal, probably very valuable crown. Not a part of its body. Yeah, it's just on. It's just there because mm. it's the king of lizards. Yeah, and make I I, I king it's, of it's, serpents.
1: It's better if nobody can tell you why in the game world. Totally. Yeah, yeah. that's just one of those things.
0: When it hisses, all the other serpents fly from it. So other serpents are afraid of it when it hisses, even though it's only 12 fingers in length. It does not advance its body like the others by a succession of folds, but moves along upright and erect upon the middle. That's what I was talking about at the beginning. Oh, the, okay. Yeah. The thing. It destroys all shrubs, not only by contact, but <laughs> even those that it has breathed upon. It burns up all the grass, too, and breaks the stones. So tremendous is its noxious. Influence. Mm-hmm. It just fucking it just hates yeah everything. It just it just, just things spontaneously die and
1: wither it around hates it. It.
0: it. Hates it all. Yeah, hate lizard. It was formerly a general belief that if a man on horseback killed one of these animals with a spear, the poison would run up the weapon and kill not only the rider but the horse as well. That's how deadly it is to this dreadful monster. The effluvium of the weasel is fatal, a thing that has been tried with success, for kings have often desired to see its body when killed. So true is it that it has pleased nature that there should be nothing without its antidote. There you go. (coughs) Um, Have you... uh, This is a ridiculous question, of course you haven't. (laughs) There's a series of Aliens comics. Okay. uh, That are really dear to me, which I should lend to you sometime. Okay. I forget the name of the collection because it's been like 15 years since I read it. But it stuck with me. Uh, It was a bunch of short stories, kind of an anthology, and one of the ideas presented was like like
1: H. R. Geiger xenomorphs, yes, aliens. Okay, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, That so Saint George and the Dragon. Okay, have you seen that? Yeah, uh, that image. Um, It's retold, and the dragon is a xenomorph. That's of course because it's like a black dragon looking thing, and it plays with the idea of the noxious. Fumes the poison, uh, traveling up the spear and killing both rider and horse. Yeah, as the xenomorph's acidic blood. Acid right? blood, yeah. So that's something you could try to do with the basilisk if you wanted make it more of a xenomorph, mm-hmm. a lurking uh, uh ambush predator. Yeah, if you want to do that instead of the weird. I like the weird bulky lizard that's like magically. It's it's a monstrosity, so it means it's a ma- like a semi magical monster, but yeah. like it's evolved. To turn things to stone, which means it doesn't have to move very quickly. Yeah, and I like I like that idea. Yeah, it um, moves
1: slow, but that's not a problem because it can make things stationary. Yeah, it's never like, had yeah.
0: to put energy into moving quickly, yeah. so why would it ever do that? But if you wanted to make it a little more uh, uh, difficult to fight, and you wanted to play with the xenomorph idea, that's something that can be done. And there is an image of somewhere. I'll lend you those books. Yeah, they're pretty good. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Um,
1: here's a, here's a, here's a a real world example of something almost basilisk like, Mm -hmm. but I think could illustrate, um, some of the dangers of the encountering a basilisk Mm -hmm. is how this thing was dealt with. Uh, do you know about the elephant's foot under Chernobyl?
0: Yes. This kind of rings a bell. Yeah. But you probably know more. Yeah. So it's, um
1: it's uh so it's oh a, it, I have. yeah yeah, yeah. Talk, talk so it's a
0: mass it. of nuclear fuel fuel melted
1: concrete sand um and like core shielding material melted together after the meltdown in the chernobyl disaster um but it is so intensely radioactive that it was uh in like right after the disaster they measured the um uh, radiation at a uh, um ro- at, uh, gens what uh, ro- gens? well 10,000
0: of these things. <laughs> 10,000 radiation Roland points. Gens,
1: uh, radiation points, yeah, per hour. But the average level of like, background radiation is, is 20. Mm-hmm. So it was enough to, like, if you were within, like, if you could see it, you would immediately die. Right. Of radiation poisoning, <laughs> and if you if you were like kind of a little bit around the corner of it, and like just part of your body kind of poked around the corner, you that portion of your body would be like would just irradiated to hell, and yeah. then you would die of radiation poisoning in like a day. Yeah, right. It wouldn't just melt off, but it would like you you were just you were, you were fucked. First. Yeah, it, it, every, everything have, in there. Your yeah. blood would just boil. yeah and it'll be radioactive for a hundred thousand years. Yeah. it's like so. It's and it looks like an elephant's foot. That's why it's called that. And so it's just this clump. Of like death, that is sending out really high frequency ionizing radiation, so light that you can't see, basically. Yeah. Um, so it's it's it works in the same principles as like visual things. Um, uh, so so you have to be within eyesight of it mm-hmm. um, to, for it to affect you. Um, it doesn't have to like meet your eyes, yeah. your, your gaze exactly, but like you, you you like being around a corner is fine, and then it's sort of like light shining around a corner. That line. You have to be in the shadow of the radiation to, to be safe. And even yeah. then, you're getting some of it. Um, to take pictures of it, they had to set up this elaborate mirror system. <laughs> because if you put a camera right in front of it, the film would get all screwed up from yeah. the intense radiation. So they had to do it from a distance. They had to set up like a, a couple of mirrors and like point the camera at the mirror and like hold that stuff out on a stick to like go around the corner and just take a picture of it. And even then, being that close to it, those Men all died of radiation poisoning taking yeah. a picture of it. But <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I know, yeah, it was a it was a big deal. But th- there's a thing, there's a thing in the world that right now, if you go look at it, if you go look at it, you die. If you look at it, it's it's that. It's just it's it's sending out that kind of. <laughs> Has anyone sent a energy. weasel in? I don't know. Maybe it it'll smell a weasel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the weasel the weasel will be injured in the process of it, but the weasel will make it out. It's the okay. Other side. It's yeah. the natural order. Yeah, but there is um. Uh, not right at the elephant's foot, but like near there, there is like a weird kind of moss or like algae Ooh. that's growing that has figured out a way to basically photosynthesize with like gamma radiation instead yeah. of sunlight. Um, so life finds a way. There's yeah. there's there's microorganisms that are that are finding their own niche in in there, but yeah. There's a, that's in my mind, that's like a, a scientific, very real world, very well documented example of something almost like a basilisk, this, this thing, you know, it's not, it's not chasing after you. It's not running after you. Yeah. It's, it, this is a stationary. It's just kind after, of there. a slow yeah. lizard. It's just there. But if you, you got to deal with it, you have to do it without like being within its visual, yeah. like, visual radius of it. I
0: like the idea of something like that turning up somewhere, uh, that it really is disruptive. Yeah. Because if this if this uh, radioactive killing stone yeah. thing was just like buried in a cavern somewhere, mm-hmm. it'd still be mysterious and interesting, but it wouldn't be as uh, menacing. It wouldn't be as sharp of an idea. I think put a put a basilisk like make the whole problem be that like a basilisk just showed up somewhere like in the Warsaw story. Yeah. It's somewhere it like it just how showed did up. It get in a, the house. Yeah. It was too dirty and now the the, the clutter has produced a <laughs> spontaneously basilisk. generated
1: the basilisk, yeah.
0: Oh man. Clean your room, kids. <laughs> you know what is kind of amazing about that idea is that it explains there's an in world reason for dungeons to exist. Yeah. Dungeons are like self generating monster factories.
1: <gasps> yeah, if you neglect a place for too long. It just
0: becomes a dungeon. Like yeah. like goblins just show up. Yeah. Things so, just show like materialize out you, of it.
1: You can neg- neglect a place in nature and that's fine because nature takes over. But if you neglect a place and it's kept away from nature, then like weird
0: n- magic. Nonsense. Yeah. This other stuff creeps yeah. in. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> or that's just their natural order. Like you got to yeah. keep a light on in a building. Yeah. Otherwise it fills up with stuff. That's
1: why the underdark is so bonkers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I like that idea. <laughs> um. I like the, I like a basilisk maybe showing up like in a in the middle of like a a mansion someone's mansion yeah suddenly there's a basilisk you turn a corner it's and it's not running around the house trying to kill people it's just like in the library like eating something yeah and it's not like worried because it's never worried before in this life, its life but it's like.
1: It's confused and it's chewing on a regular statue.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you've got to, like, you're the exterminator or something and you've got to, like, get this basilisk out with a rake. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they give you a rake. But this
1: is, like, this is a large, this is a medium
0: creature. Yeah. This is
1: something pretty big.
0: Right, which yeah. I like. I like the idea of a much smaller... I like the, the idea of it being able to hide. to be It being so deadly but so small Yeah, that it can hide in, like, a brick.
1: Yeah, that's more frightening. You can just, like oh hey what's 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 underneath this ha- hat i found on the ground yeah uh, you know
0: and then it makes it like it makes it such a tense encounter if you're walking around like a whole wing of the king's castle or mansion or yeah. whatever is like on quarantine while they figure out this basilisk that yeah. showed up in like his kids like messy room <laughs> because it spawned a basilisk <laughs> yeah. or something yeah
1: but it. it- Slowly wanders away from there, right? So it's every yeah. room in this giant, like, whole wing of this mansion. You got to be like, I
0: don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You got to gotta track it, but it's so small that it can, you can you can look in the room it's in for an hour and not yeah. find it because it's hiding.
1: You could just barricade all the doors and windows and just release just a ton of weasels, just bags of weasels, bags and bags of weasels into the mansion. <laughs> it's like, we, pr- we promise, sire, that this is going to solve your problem. Mm
0: hmm. <laughs> oh here's here's the recipe for the oh great creating uh you, oh it's you, so you convert copper into spanish gold mm-hmm. by combining powdered basilisk blood, powdered human blood, red copper and a special kind of vinegar in some proportion. So if you wanted to play around with alchemy, uh you could make getting basilisk blood and then figuring out how to powder it or maybe that's someone else's job. But that's something you can do. There's always um Hunting monsters for their parts is not something I like to do in the real world, but as a plot device, it's interesting to play with mythological and like pretend alchemy's real for a little while and yeah. like see what you get. Yeah. I hate like I don't I don't want to just like farm wolf pelts like it's a bad video game. Yeah. But that's something you can do. The basilisk, uh according to some legends, in Canterbury Tales, I think, it can be killed by hearing the crow of a rooster. So if it just hears a rooster, yeah. it can die, which is a little too easy.
1: Yeah, that's that's sort of just like another version of the smelling a, smelling a weasel is a little bit more esoteric. You got to put the rooster. weasel in there, yeah, because like you can't just like walk into any rural village and grab a weasel,
0: right? You, know? you got to go looking. Through. There's some work involved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could just have the rooster accidentally kill the basilisk, and also doesn't make any sense. So like a rooster incubates the egg. Mm-hmm. And then could immediately kill it, yeah. If it hatches and then happens yeah. to be next to it, like I don't know why that's a thing. I think it sounds. It reminds me of how church bells are sometimes described as being um, used against fairies, right? So it's like a symbol or sound of civilization thwarting the evil spirit, yeah. the evil monster of uh, of the past, or the thing that shouldn't be is thwarted by good folksy hard work <laughs> being being a good peasant is what will uh slay the monster um what else stories gradually add as the basilisk's deadly capabilities include it being described as a larger beast which we have in the monster manual going mm-hmm. right back down to the ad and d edition sometimes it's capable of breathing fire or killing with the sound of its voice so it's kind of like whatever you want it to do <laughs> you can you can write about it and yeah. say that it does it um, some people also say that it can touch uh, it can kill you by touching something that is touching you so like killing your horse and traveling up oh, the okay. sword that you used to strike yeah. it um, some stories claim its breath is highly toxic and will cause death immediately and this has something to do with it's uh, the christianization of the myth I think mm. because accounts where people try to use brute force to murder it yeah. are killed themselves yeah yeah they're not it's even poison traveled up the spear yeah you're fucked yeah that's like that's like a, uh you, you can't do anything about that but then you just use a weasel yeah so you like it's almost a moral mm-hmm. where it's like you can't you can't overpower nature yeah you can't that, force it you mm. have to use what is inside nature to overturn it Mm-hmm.
1: yeah that makes sense that makes sense. Like as, as an interpretation of that sort of thing. Yeah. I don't know. I guess yeah.
0: that's not necessarily a Christian idea, but I think I said it, it's, it feels Christian because it's moralizing, but I guess that's not the only game. It's not the only moralization uh, force going on.
1: Yeah. Well, like it, it sort of reminds me of like if you look back at like Nietzsche when he's talking about like the different sort of mentalities, there's like the masters and the, he says, he says slaves. So I'm going to say serfs or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the master mentality and like the serf mentality. And so the masters um, are like, we're good because look how awesome we are. We deserve everything that's making us good, you know? Mm-hmm. And if we weren't better than other people, then like what would the difference be? I mean, I'm getting this wrong. And then the, 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 the slave or the serf morality, they were like, well, Sure, that guy has a bunch of stuff, but um, you know, look, we're we're hard workers, and we're we're the real people, and like this is what real struggle and beauty in life, and this we're we're doing the real thing. So it's it's sort of like you create a mythology that's like no no no, it's good to be a peasant. It's good to be a peasant, and you're the meekle inherit the earth, and you're the one. It's okay. Don't worry that you're living in a mud hut and just like farming all day. That's that's fine. That's 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 the best kind of life to have. Yeah, you know, and um, uh, so a lot of the stories I. Um, would imagine would have sort of a message be like, now. it's like, you don't have to go be like a conqueror, or like go, go try to like take things with force from other people. Unless somebody asked you to like, you just, you just keep farming. That, that's how you win. It's just by d- d- being a good peasant,
0: doing yeah, your job. Keep right? those roosters happy and yeah. they'll, they'll kill the basilisks when they show up and you'll be great. Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: I don't know. Do we have anything else to,
0: to add? I have, I have a couple. Okay. I'm just struggling to, uh, organize my notes here. So maybe we'll add a little, do we have like a a delightful intermission music that but we like, can play? Like this? <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that. Yeah. I have a bunch of stuff written. I just, I'm not sure what is most, I tried to filter it before I got here, but I was, I enjoyed it too, too much, but it's probably kind of redundant. Um, oh yeah. According to the tradition of uh, Cantab- Cant- Cantabrian mythology, which I think is in... Uh, let me look this up first. I'm sorry if you have to edit this. That's okay. Open hyperlink. Spain. Yes, it is in Spain. So according to Cantabrian mythology, which is a region in Spain, the basilisk has disappeared in most of the earth, but still lives in Cantabria, although it is rare to see it. The animal is born from an egg laid by an old cock just before his death, a clear night and full moon exactly at midnight. So an old man yeah. cock lays an egg at midnight. Okay. Within a few days, the eggshell, which is not hard, but rather soft and leathery, is opened by the strange creature that already has all the features of an adult. It has legs, beak, coxcomb, and reptilian body. And then it goes into the weasel is the only animal, blah, blah, blah. I I like that there's a region that's like, we've got it (laughs) (laughs) right here. Basilisk over here, you guys.
1: Nowhere else, but here we still get them.
0: Yeah. There are lots of... uh, Oh, so I've got some, some literary references which kind of go all over the place. So the, like the basilisk is kind of used as its own, as a, as its own symbol for a bunch of things. It's just like a nasty, hateful, destroying little common thing. Mm -hmm. I think is the, it's kind of niche. It's like, it can happen anywhere and it's a nuisance, but it's an, it's a, evil nuisance it's not it's not like a it's not like having rats or mice or something that are eating your food it's like yeah. it is it is evil yeah but it's just as possible to have a rat in your house as it is to have a basilisk show up yeah um the basilisk appears in the english revised version of the bible in isaiah fourteen twenty nine in the prophet's exhortation to the philistines reading rejoice not O philistia all of thee because the rod that smote thee is broken for out of the serpent's root shall come forth a basilisk and his fruit shall be a fiery flying serpent so that's pretty heavy yeah the serpent's root shall come forth a basilisk i don't know what that means exactly something about like the root of of evil coming uh having a basilisk come out of it the serpent's root sounds like a cool place yeah <laughs> it sounds like you're uh the the elephant's foot yeah but maybe yeah maybe there's like a basilisk generating stone somewhere that mm. will like straight up murder anyone that looks at it but mm-hmm. basilisk wander out of it sometimes yeah uh some other stuff the bible mentions the basilisk a couple times um the basilisks so uh martin luther the guy that said fuck you to catholicism yeah a hero to many wrote something called on the jews and their lies <laughs> <laughs> and there's a line in it where he says wherever you see or hear a jew teaching do not think otherwise that you are hearing a poisonous basiliscus who with his face poisons and kills people
1: <laughs> see i knew eventually we'd get to monsters we like okay where's the origin of this all right well a lot
0: of it comes from like anti-semitic propaganda <laughs>
1: i wasn't expecting the basilisk
0: <laughs> in particular yeah in particular, and to, it to be said by Martin Luther, I had no idea he was a raging... I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, like, they all were, probably, people from his area at the time. But I never thought of him as a as a raging anti-Semite, but yeah. there it is. A published raging anti-Semite. A published, on the Jews yeah. and their lies. Pretty fiery stuff. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> uh, Richard III, William Shakespeare's Richard III... Um, The recently widowed Anne Neville, on hearing seductive compliments on her eyes from her husband's murderer, retorts that she wishes they were those of a basilisk that she might kill him. In uh, Act 2, Scene 4, in Shakespeare's Cymbeline, a character says about a ring, It is a basilisk onto mine eye. Kills me to hack on it. So, just like nasty little things. Mm -hmm. little Nasty little non-Christian devils. Yeah. (laughs) I think is it's little, 12 is its, fingers it's, long, 12 fingers long, yeah. little little natural world fuckers. <laughs> I like them I like them being found in like human places, I guess, as like nuisances, yeah. as like extremely deadly nuisances. Yeah, <laughs> totally.
1: It's like it's like I don't know. It's like finding a it's like a pit viper in your boots.
0: Totally. Yeah, but and like, like and knowing that that's a thing that can happen. Yeah, but like a radioactive <laughs> like pit yeah. viper overwhelmingly uh, aggressive it's like finding a grizzly bear in your like <laughs> yeah. like a sm- very small grizzly bear in your apartment you open the fridge yeah. and there's like a, a fucking tiger yeah i know Are you, you gotta go get a rake <laughs> yeah a convict <laughs> uh there's a bunch of lots of poems feature the basilisk um it's in uh, uh Harry Potter. I don't know anything about Harry Potter. I saw the last movie first. I don't know mm. anything about it. Yeah,
1: I think it's in the end of the first book, The Philosopher's Stone. Is no, about. I d- I no? do know this much because yeah. I looked
0: up. Um, I tried to see if I could learn something from the Harry Potter version. It's not in that. It's in the secret, the secret uh, place. Harry Potter and the secret place he goes to his secret no no uh, tree club. Right. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I couldn't figure out anything. I just saw a bunch of cool stuff about the like making of the animatronic head. That's all I saw, <laughs> which is still worth uh, looking into. Are you looking that up? Yeah, I'm trying to. The secret. It's not the philosopher's stone. I don't think. I could be totally wrong, and I'm sorry for shooting you down if that's the case. I'm going to look it up too, so that uh, we get to the bottom of this and you, the listener. Oh, cha- well, yeah. Who Chamber of this, Secrets. Chamber of Secrets. Chamber of Secrets. That's it. But it was also
1: in the Philosopher's Stone w- uh, video uh, game. Okay, the video game. <laughs> yeah, that's what you were playing. <laughs> yeah, Chamber of Secrets. Which is you know
0: the you're not a Harry Potter guy, are you?
1: Um, like I read the f- first couple of books when they came out when
0: I was a kid. Right. Yeah. Do you know what house you're in?
1: I figured like it would uh, it was it would probably have to be like Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff. Like I don't feel like I'm a Gryffindor person. Right, I felt like my, like my high school's colors were red and gold. Nelson uh-huh. High School. I felt like I went to the Gryffindor of high schools, and I hated it. Yeah. Um. And uh, like I don't know. I don't. I don't know what I would think of somebody who's just like, yeah, I'm Slytherin. Is like, so you're just like a sneaky bastard. <laughs>
0: they're ambitious.
1: Yeah, they're ambitious. Okay. Sure. I know more about the houses than I do about actual yeah.
0: the Harry Potter because I've had so many conversations about mm-hmm. this.
1: Okay. Yeah, Machiavellian doesn't mean evil. Ambitious is fine. It just yeah, it means
0: yeah. it means. Uh, primarily ambition at least that's what they'll tell you to like justify uh being an open slytherin
1: yeah yeah i don't know i've never I've, i haven't done one of those like i've done the official
0: quizzes i've done the official test is the official test okay yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well they put like they put the sorting hat on you or yeah yeah it's yeah. uh it's pottermore
0: so it's the official okay. harry potter uh website right for all that stuff yeah. You and know, Emily I w- may yeah. do it. I
1: will say this about Harry Potter, um I I don't like care that much about it, but I think it has a very healthy and great fandom. I like <laughs> Harry Potter fans, so there,
0: yeah. Um I have I found a theory about the whole uh cock's laying eggs thing leading to the creation of a basilisk mm-hmm. that it is could be in reality hens suffering from a hormone imbalance which which is uh not uncommon. Mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And it causes them to develop male features. So so they'll grow combs and they'll take to crowing or fighting off other cocks. And trying to tread on hens. And uh, if she still lays eggs, because it's uh, a female, it's a hen, even though the hormones are off and they look like a rooster. Yeah. So you could still see what looks like a rooster laying an egg. Maybe, I don't know about the midnight. The midnight uh, on a clear night thing sounds like someone was making a bit of a story yeah but it is possible to see something like that laying an egg um and then what i thought after reading that was that maybe the whole uh terrible fumes noxious fumes thing yeah have you ever cracked a bad egg before yeah it's no good ghastly it's the worst it's terrible so that could be it, like a farmer comes across like a nasty fucking mm-hmm. egg or smells a nasty egg in their coop somewhere. And it's just like, holy sweet God, yeah. there's something, uh, I got to get a rake. I got to get the mirror suit so because the like, yeah. basilisk for sure is in here somewhere.
1: Yeah. So the origin of basilisk is just like really unwell chickens. Really.
0: Could be. Yeah. yeah. Could yeah. be unwell. Um, I don't know. I don't know if the hormone imbalance makes them ill. Oh, okay. Or if it just makes it uh, confusing for a a, a peasant to yeah. look at,
1: I was thinking that maybe that would uh, affect the eggs it was laying somehow or something. I'm
0: not sure. But, I don't yeah. know. I don't know much about it. It could. Yeah, because, I'm, I'm assuming things. I don't know. Yeah, um, I don't know how it would work with uh, like I, they don't. I don't know. Like if you crack an egg and it and it's bad and it's at a certain stage in its development, mm-hmm. that could look pretty monstrous. Yeah, and that That's would make true. you think it's like got features of the mm-hmm. snake and. Monster,
1: yeah, and like people have been, you know uh, 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 domesticating chickens for long enough that eventually you get the perfect storm of like a you know, a hen that looks like a rooster laying an egg. totally yeah, I'm sure like, it's real happened. messed up. and yeah, and then the the little embryo inside of it like is a weird one, you know, mm-hmm. that looks like a reptile,
0: mostly, yeah, yeah, Defor- yeah, it's for any sort of deformity could mm-hmm. like lend a uh, credence to the idea of a monster happening. Um. so there's that theory so it kind like, of like a lot of monsters are sort of based on the idea of like something that is supposed to happen didn't happen and now look what you got yeah. you can't have roosters sitting on the eggs <laughs> look what you get <laughs> so it's kind of like if you wanted to take it in that direction you could make it like a sort of sexual politics thing mm-hmm. where it's like something that does the job of like a, a man doing the woman's job that's how you get monsters. You want a basilisk in here, <laughs> and I would like to extend that to like uh, like human beings. Yeah. So like the reason a basilisk showed up in like the the king's hall or something is because the king was like like cooked a meal for him <laughs> for his queen or something. Damn or it, like, have
1: you been challenging I'm, gender yeah. norms? This place is full of basilisks <laughs> exactly, now. Exactly.
0: Exactly. How amazing! This would is that why
1: be? we have their arbitrary seeming social rules. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Make make the the. What we are now deconstructing uh, in this fantasy world, be like, no, no, you can't do that. (laughs) I love that. It's like, I tried already. I like, you know. (laughs) like gender
1: politics and stuff is like no 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 the reason all of that stuff that those 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 hierarchies <laughs> are in place and all of that those power balances are in place is because there would be monsters <laughs> if we didn't
0: have... <laughs> they will literally appear because of And like of what it you takes do. that
1: like oh that's that's <laughs> there's a good way to do that i don't i don't think i can be the author of that <laughs> <laughs> But there is a good way to do that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's an, it's insane. Like you're you're making fun of the idea that something bad could possibly happen. Yeah, because of it. Yeah, totally. Uh, is is how I think of it, <laughs> and which is why we're able to laugh about it. I think that'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's great. Um, what's our time like? Um, oh yeah, we're we're at about uh an hour thirteen. Okay, okay. I mostly I've talked about most of what I wanted to. Mm. Um. Travel around with bags of weasels or chickens. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, the basilisk became incorporated in heraldry, which is cool, because mm-hmm. most uh, heraldry, I don't think, uses mythological creatures. That's mm-hmm. a total lie. Unicorns it's, abound. Yeah, yeah. There's a unicorn in the the, the, the one for Scotland. Yeah, I think a could. unicorn
1: is the national animal of Scotland.
0: That's the best? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Alexander the Great ordered a mirror be placed between his army and a basilisk that was defending a city. Upon seeing its reflection, the monster died instantly. I didn't know Alexander, Alexander the Great uh, fought a basilisk. I didn't know that. Um, the yeah, so the heralds. So I kind of skipped things. The basilisk became incorporated in heraldry in the town of Basel, I think, in Switzerland. Heraldic images blend the famous bishop of Basel's coat of arms with the basilisk. The bishop was forced out during the Protestant Reformation. And the basilisk was blamed for an earthquake in this city years before so that these two seemingly these two seeming regrettable events became and still are the symbol of basil in alchemy. The basilisk played dualistic roles. It could represent the powerfully destructive force of fire, which breaks down elements to allow transmutation of metals or the immortalizing tonic produced by the philosopher's stone. So that's what the basilisk does mm. because of its dual nature, both chicken or bird and lizard which to my mind is kind of like you have the wild primitive world of the lizard and the tamed food source of the chicken. <laughs> that might be a stretch, but that's kind of like a duality um, going one way or the other. Yeah. Um, so that's most, yeah, those are a lot of ideas to do with the basilisk. Um, it's fine out of the book as a trick monster to put in something, but I think all of the ideas we talked about, today are way better yeah make them smaller mm-hmm. um yeah. whether their weaknesses is weasels you know yeah or like yeah create yeah. all these weird rumors about what is good mm. against them and what isn't um i have a side note here but it's really to me very interesting i don't know why it's called this have you heard of uh roko's basilisk yeah you, i have you, heard your of eyes lit up you are yeah. so happy um yeah i was did trying you look to look it up for out. this or do you no, know I've, about it before yeah right?
1: i knew about it before um, but I, I don't know why it's called why Ro- it's is a basilisk, basilisk. Yeah, why I know why basilisk. it's Roko's because Roko yeah.
0: was the I read kind of a history on it and it's from a certain website forum uh, about people trying to optimize their thinking. Yeah. So like people that like logic puzzles right. and stuff like yeah. that.
1: I think that the, the, the Basilisky part of it is like, um, by paying attention to it, you put yourself in danger.
0: Oh, so you look at yeah, it. Yeah. So by, by
1: knowing so about the, okay, this that logic puzzle, you've put yourself in danger by the, I see. I <laughs> yeah. see.
0: So Roko is the name of the user on the forum who, yeah. who proposed this. Yeah. And it's a basilisk because mm-hmm. it's something that when you look at it, it kills you. Yeah. Uh, do you want to, do you want to try to sure, yeah. explain it? So the the
1: the idea um, is that uh, if we're going to invent artificial intelligence, um, chances are it's it's going to be like uh, uh, incredibly powerful in the future. And let me let me try to get this right exactly. So um, uh, it's 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 basically like a thought experiment,
0: right? Mm-hmm. So. Um, it's a mal- it's a malevolent ai yeah. or, or godlike entity yeah um either not yet created or definitely already created who yeah. is either created or destined to be created by simply thinking about it yeah um essentially if you believe that an ai will be a rational actor and will have no moral problem with twisting people's arms to get what it wants mm-hmm. then it follows that something like that will twist people it will coerce people um if you think that such an AI is inevitable and it will punish people who don't help it and mm-hmm. further, it will punish people who didn't help it get created yeah. after it is created because that's something that a smart AI would think to do. Um, so if you don't help it, that's a form of the, the punishment for not helping it become created is motivation to create it. Yeah. So... By thinking about it, it means now you're on the hook for helping create yeah. it. Yeah. And failure to do that will result for sure in being punished when it is created or reveals itself to already be created. And so, one of the other, one of the ways it punishes you is
1: if it, if it, if it comes into being like way, way in the distant future, it's going to go and look at all the records of absolutely everything, anything history, and like create a model of you in artificial intelligence and eternally torture an exact replica of your consciousness that it's it's recreated (laughs) forever because the real you that existed in flesh and blood never went and helped it. So now you know about it. Now you're all on the hook. Now and you're now, on the hook for helping create yeah, it because yeah. if
0: you don't, it will know
1: that yeah. you, you it's a, it's didn't a, help it. Yeah. And so there's a quote about it is, if there's one thing we can deduce about the motives of future super intelligences, it's that they simulate people who talk about Roko's Basilisk and condemn them all to an eternity of forum <laughs> posts about Roko's Basilisk. So now you know about it, you're going to talk about it forever. But um, yeah, it's basically like if if uh, if there's going to be a super intelligence it's going to be super ridiculously intelligent right so it's 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 and if it's malevolent it's going to eventually um uh uh, uh like uh, blame all of the people that didn't yeah. help create it it's so smart yeah.
0: that it it can reach back before it was created and influence the world because mm-hmm. it's not here now but it's already influencing us because we're talking about it and already yeah we fear what it'll do when it finds out we didn't help create yeah. it
1: yeah and and elon musk is going to do something cheeky probably like name an ai that he creates roko's basilisk because he's a sci-fi nerd and he would think that's funny
0: (laughs) he's going to ride a motorcycle into it or something yeah he's going to skateboard uh he's going to send a million dollar skateboard into uh the singularity yeah holding a flamethrower the whole way (laughs) okay well that's a monster
1: yeah um there's a lot to read about roko's basilisk though
0: yeah, I think we did the like. I'm not gonna read any more about it. I <laughs> it, it's it's very tangentially related
1: to this, but it's a good idea of um uh, a memetic hazard, like a a thing that becomes dangerous. Um, it's just like an idea that spreads around, mm-hmm. and so like if the not idea spreads the around gaze. too much, it, it yeah,
0: just like uh, um, what's that movie Pontypool? I don't Have know you seen it... Pontypool. No, oh man, you love Pontypool. Yeah, it's uh, it was filmed like around here too. Oh man, it's like Peterborough's even mentioned in it. Huh. It's a, It's exactly what that is. It's a mimetic oh, virus. Oh, sweet. What? There's a, I can't believe you haven't seen this. I can't believe that either. Okay, we're going to go uh, look up Pontypool. I know, I'm not going to talk about it so that I don't spoil it for, for dear Wes. And then we'll, maybe we'll talk about it later. Next yeah. week, it's the behir or bear. It's uh, almost the same thing it looks like from the image. It has... Shame on you, Monster Um, Man. A couple more legs. so look forward to that (laughs) okay that's all Uh, review put reviews where you can review put stars where you can put stars and talk to people about us we like you and goodbye